We are I. Good morning, everybody. Well, what a weekend that was. And uh, a weekend that just kind of refreshes the mind, rejuvenates the soul, connects with the heart, you know, for so many different reasons. You know, and kind of going back in and kind of checking it out, I I talked a lot about it uh, this weekend with my buddy when we were hunting. And, you know, like this, this trip meant a lot to both of us. It was the first time that I've ever hunted in B.C., uh, it was the first time that I've ever hunted with somebody who wasn't my dad, um, which was hard for me because it was some. It was that was a ritual between him and I, and uh, it was harder than what I thought. Um, but it was also refreshing in ways that I didn't anticipate or would never really realized. Um, it was a full moon hunt, which are always really hard because the animals are really active at night. You know, we were really high up in the Alpine and, you know, backpacking around with 60-pound backpacks just full of gear. You know, we did 50,000 steps on Saturday alone. You know, I'm with this young man who's only ever hunted, you know, a few times and he's never shot a big buck before. And, you know, we made a deal no matter who's seen what or where or how that he'd have the option to be able to pull the trigger first. You know, it's the first time that he's ever hunted with somebody who wasn't uh, family. You know, I drove, worked all day, got up at four o'clock in the morning on Friday, worked all day, left at 8 p.m., drove for four and a half hours and white knuckle driving from the torrential rain just to be able to get there. Got there just after midnight and we had to get up at three o'clock in the morning to leave. It was, it was, it was tough. There was very few hours, you know, but driving up there and just holding on to the steering wheel, going through road closures and, you know, it raining so hard that even with your windshield wipers on as fast as they will go, they just can't even keep up with the amount of rain that's coming down. And then when the rain stops, you get into the fog and you're driving on a highway where it's just constant, constant twists and turns and it's thousands of feet down straight into the Fraser River. And, you know, there's rock slides there that just absolutely horrific driving conditions you know but just the determination to be able to get there and just the prize that waits for you at the end is worth every single second and worth the extra 45 minutes it took to make that drive and worth every minute of sleep every second of sleep that you'll miss having to wake up early in the morning to be able to get out for first light you wake up in the morning and just know that it's going to be a huge calorie day and need something but not wanting to eat any breakfast at all, but knowing that I need to. And you know, we get up and we make some 12 ounce steaks and a few eggs and we're sitting there, neither one of us ever eat breakfast. And this is almost almost 12 hours before I would ever eat. And I know my stomach's going to be upset all day, but I also know that my body needs calories. It's just this battle back and forth. You know, grab my pack as we, you know, loading up the truck and heading out and you know, body's feeling a little bit weak from the lack of sleep, but the adrenaline and enthusiasm, you know, makes you pick it up and throw it into the truck. You know, we drive for 
45 minutes in the dark, you know, at 3.45 a.m. So dark with the cloud cover so thick that you can't even see anything. Like that dark is dark is dark. And all of a sudden you realize you look up in front of you and you start to see some stars and you start to see it clear up and you're happy. You know, you turn off the highway, get on these FSR roads, these forest service roads and, you know, winding your way up and they just get rough and rough and you're driving over all these decommissioned spots and, you know, having to cut trees down and move around trees and just to be able to wind your way up, you know, kilometers and kilometers and kilometers, you know, into the, into the back country, hoping that you're so far back that nobody else is going to follow. And you get up there and you realize that, you know, it's such a slow go and so tedious that it's starting to get a, a light outside and you don't want to miss that first light. This is the reason why you drove up at night. This is the reason why you sacrificed all the sleep. This is the reason why you slept for three hours and made it a priority to be able to get out the door because you didn't want to meet, miss first light. And you get out the truck and you finally park and you're looking out at this view and you can tell it's that nice crisp cold air and the wind gusts up there just howling, just absolutely horrific like how the wind is just cutting through like knives it's like you're staying there naked on the top of this mountain you're just starting to freeze already but you know that's just one of the beautiful parts about hunting you're gonna make your way to your spot and you know nestle in and you're sitting there just waiting for that first light to be able to come and you know you see deer droppings everywhere and you just know that this is going to be a great spot you know, like that little bit of misty rain is coming down. They're just getting you wet enough to make sure that you know that you're wet. And that wind being strong enough to know, make you realize that it's it has that power over you to be able to suck every ounce of body heat out of you, no matter what you're wearing, no matter how much that you've prepared for that weather. After two and a half hours of sitting there, you realize that this is just not the spot. No movement, no nothing. Don't see anything but you know that it has the opportunity. You know that the deer like it. You see the evidence of deer around everywhere, but just not there. So you pack up and the buddy that you're with says there's this great cut line. It's about three kilometers away and you want to hike there. And it's so three kilometers. I'll do that four or five times today. It's hiking down and find a few more areas to be able to stop and glass. And you're looking out and seeing what you can see. And there's a part of it just really appreciating that countryside and the blue sky starts to come and the sun starts to come out and the warmth is there. And you realize you can take one of your six or seven layers of clothes off. And you realize that just, are you here just for the peace? Are you here for the connection with nature? Are you here just to be able to absorb this environment? You're here for both. You have a goal, you have a mission, you need to fill the freezer. You provide meat for your family. But you're also here to be able to feed and nurture the soul. So as you're walking, you get about the first 3K in, and you look at your buddy's map and realize that it's probably more like 15K, not 3K, a little bit of a map misread. But you're committed, you're going there anyway. Trekking down to this big 60-pound pack, and you're just winding down and down and down and down, and thinking in your mind every step that you take down, the equivalent to the step that you're going to have to take up to get out of here. So you pop the question like, hey, do you, do you think we should just leave our packs here? Like, you know, if we're coming back, it doesn't make sense to haul our packs around. And he says, well, how do you know that we're not going to camp out there tonight? I'm like, well, that's, 
That's a good point. If we camp out, if we find that's a great spot, we're going to have to come back here to get our packs and hike back in anyway. So what's really the difference? And why not condition and harden the mind? Because if we do hunt and get something back there, we're going to have another, you know, 100 pounds, 80 pounds on both of our packs walking out of here up this hill. So what's the difference if your pack is 60 pounds? Already calculating in your mind, well, if I eat more of my food and I have less of my food and I drink more of my water and I don't have that, this pack is going to get lighter and especially for the way out because hopefully we're going to have more weight on our packs coming out than going in. If I get to that halfway point and it's just like, well, it's all flat from here at the moderate incline going back up what seems to be topographically on the map. Let's just leave our bags here because it's an easier walk. We've got all the way down into this canyon. Let's just walk over to this clearing, kind of see what it's like, and then we can make the choice to be able to come back. We have lots of daylight hours left. It's only 10 o'clock in the morning. So, okay, we drop our packs, cover them up, hide them in the bushes, you know, walking down this road and realize yet again the topographical map that we had wasn't necessarily as accurate as you know what we hoped and that 3d imagery just you know wasn't as crisp so start going back up end up on the top of the next mountain get into that clearing sit down start glassing around and and realize same thing too you know bear scad everywhere deer droppings everywhere moose droppings everywhere but no we just don't see anything plus it's the wrong time of day anyway we're there in the middle of the day we know we're not going to see anything but it's just more of that connection like do you do you have that connection with that spot like you just know? Like every every hunter knows when you get to a spot, it's like that instinctual feeling that you feel whether or not you're going to be successful or not. We laugh and joke around. We like if we were hunting grouse, we could have been gone, you know, by 8.30 in the morning because I've never seen so many grouse in my entire life. If we were there to hunt for mushrooms, we could have been gone by 7.45 in the morning because equally I've never seen so many thousands and thousands and thousands of mushrooms. Literally, I'm not lying. Thousands and thousands and thousands of mushrooms. Never seen so many in my whole life. If we were hunting for mushrooms and grouse, we could have probably been gone by 6.30 in the morning. Then we pack in or we grab our day packs and we head back out and we're walking in and took about 14 kilometers to be able to get in and look at my watch and we're about 28,000 steps in. So we start making bets, six pack of beer here, six pack of beer there. Like how many steps are we going to be when we touch the truck? How many steps are we going to be at when we get to the bags? And how many steps is just this one section going to be? How long is it going to take us? We just, we had so many bets going on to be able to help occupy the mind because it's just grueling. You know, by that point in time, you're just so stepped out and, you know, a little bit discouraged because you haven't even seen a deer except for the ones on the side of the road when you're driving to your spot. Should have just sat on the highway and hunted on the highway. Not that you can or want to, but when those are the only deer you see, your mind starts going to that place. Finally, make it back to our packs and we sit down and have something to eat and sitting there just wondering or thinking about the beautiful part of just knowing your body so well. And you know, have my fat mix, and my greens, and you know, a piece of steak, and just knowing that this is just going to be the great fuel pound back of ginseng. Just know that. This is going to be the greatest fuel that I can give my body to be able to make it back up this mountain because oh, it's going to be grueling. It's going to be grueling. About eight kilometers straight up this, this mountain. There's going to be nothing fun about this. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Oh, it's going to be tough. 
every step that we take right from the very beginning. As soon as we put our packs back on, it's just straight up from there. And see, I'm like, why? This is the worst. Stop for 20 minutes, legs seize up, mind's not into it. And then you just start this massive ascent. It's just not fair. Oh, well. Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. Determined not to stop. Determined to be able to get up there. Determined that we gave ourselves till 4.30 to be able to make it back up this mountain, but that's not acceptable. Let's do it by four. Push it, push it, push it, push hard. Push hard. Allotted, you know, four 10-minute breaks being able to go up this mountain. That's 40 minutes. That's 40 minutes. If we don't take any breaks, that's, that's 40 minutes we can shave off. If we say 10 minutes... Some of them are probably going to trickle into like 15. Just keep pushing, just keep pushing, just keep pushing. My, my, my buddy's mind starts to break because he has these blisters on the back of his, you know, feet that just have all the skin off his heels and every step he takes is just like burning on the back of his heels. But you got to keep going. You got to get this mountain anyway. We have a lot of hunting left to do today. Get to put that out of your mind. You have to just think for days after this. You can just nurse those wounds, but you hope those... Those wounds equal success. So we get back up to the truck. Put the hand on the truck. Realize that we were both way off. It's not the 38,500 steps that I thought it was going to be by the time we got to the truck. It wasn't the 38,000 even steps he thought it was going to be. 36,000 steps. 36,000 and change. We both slumped down to the truck, put our packs down on the ground, just lean against the truck. And it's one of those moments where it's so nice outside, such a beautiful scenery. And you're so bagged that just laying underneath the truck with your head on your pack just feels so good. So good right now. There's an opportunity to be able to throw the binos back on and just take a look around. So you get up and you take that look around and you just realize that you have steaks in your backpack. They're just waiting to be able to be cooked in. Like, mm, third feeding a steak today. I can't wait. It's going to be so tasty. So you're looking around and, and you feel comfortable. You have this peace inside. You're knowing that you don't see anything and the reassurance of, like, well, it's midday. There's no reason why I should be seeing anything right now. But again, you're just developing this sense. You're tapping into your instincts. Being like, is this spot, is this spot we're staying at? Is this spot worth investing our time in? And then you look across at the mountain over across the way and say, no, 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 like that's the spot right there. That's, that's our spot. That's where we need to go is right there. The instincts kick in and you realize where you need to go. So you haul your buddy back up off the ground and his intel, his hip flexors just bagged, his heels just can't even put his boots on anymore. And you pack up all your gear, you pack him up and you guys get in the truck and you're driving back down this FSR. We're just bouncing, bouncing, and bottoming out. And trucks just getting bagged and beating branches and trees and washouts and everything. Just, just poor truck. Get down to this little clearing and decide like it's better for us to eat here and not burn our spot that we're going to, you know, by cooking a meal. Let's cook it here and drive over there. So we can stay there in silence, like we're not even there, like the, the ninjas that we want to be. So you pop out of the truck and get all of our cooking stuff out and grab these beautiful steaks and throw them on and just cooking them. Just realize that it's such a beautiful part of life that you're 
You haven't seen another soul. You haven't seen an airplane, a helicopter, a person, a car, an ETV or anything all day, all day. Not a, not a soul. You realize how alone you can be in this world and you just love it. But you're also back there cooking up a beautiful steak. And oh, did it ever taste good. Wow. Fresh steak in the back country. Oh my gosh. Fire kissed. Mmm. So good. This is part one of a two-part series about my weekend.